welcome to the Hacking Your Health podcast with Ben Kenning and Dave Kennedy. Two guys heading out to hack body, mind, business, and beyond. We are here to provide a single source, bullshit-free guide to understanding your body and how you can live better for longer. Yo, okay, so welcome to the first episode of Hacking Your Health Podcast. I'm Ben Canning. And I'm Dave Kennedy. And um, we're here to, first of all today, basically introduce ourselves, tell our stories, our fitness side of things, how we get into training, um, where we're at and how we got here, and then a little bit about, about the podcast and what they expect in future episodes. Yeah, I'm really excited about this. I think it's going to be awesome. You know, getting into, um, you know, how we kind of came through our journey, what you can do um, with yourselves. I think it's going to be a really exciting time. I'm really excited about this first podcast. Okay, I'm going to let you tell your story first. Oh, I get to go first. Yes, of course. You're the, you're, it's it's about you. No, it's about you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you go first. I mean, I guess we just need to. How far back do you want to go to start to? sort of catch up life updates up until now? Yeah, so when I was first born, no, just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, no, listen, you know, my, my story is, uh, I, I'm sure, unique to, to everybody else's, right? Um, you know, I, when I was a kid, uh, I was pretty skinny up until about six or seven, and then as soon as I started getting a little bit older, I started packing on weight, and, uh, you know, by the time I hit 16, 17 years old, uh, I was, you know, extremely overweight, uh, you know, really unhealthy and uh, decided to make a change for myself and uh, join the United States Marine Corps. And I did uh, five years in the Marines, deployed twice uh, to the Middle East, or sorry, three times in the Middle East for um, intelligence related missions, and then uh, got out. And, uh, you know, throughout my entire life, I've, I've pretty much been overweight, except for when I was in the Marines, when they like basically force you and starve you and, you know, make you run a million miles an hour and uh, all that other good stuff. Uh, but as soon as I got back out again of the Marines, I ballooned right back up again and I hit, um, you know, 315 pounds. I was, you know, in horrible shape. I had heart surgery because of my weight. Uh, it was just, you know, it was one of those times where I knew I wasn't going to last long um, if I didn't make a difference uh, in, or a change in my in my life. And, you know, during those periods of time, though, you know, I've had a lot of success in my career, my business. Uh, I run two very large uh, cybersecurity companies, uh, Trusted Second Binary Defense. And, uh, you know, we're global. We focus on, on different aspects around cybersecurity and helping companies protect against cyber threats and things of that effect. And, you know, being a, a business owner, uh, you know, I didn't, didn't make time for myself. I didn't uh, focus on myself. I focused on work. I focused on family. Uh, and, you know, I just let myself get out of control. And, you know, I finally decided, you know, um, you know eventually to, to make a change and to really try to uh, better myself. And I tried, like, every single diet known to man. I tried keto. I had tried you know, uh, intermittent fasting. I had tried all of these buzzwords that you see on, on the TV because that's what all the celebrities do and that's what all the news tells you to do and that's what when you Google how to diet. Um, and, you know, what I didn't realize is that like literally 90, it's like something like 90 plus percent of diets, you know, fa fail for everybody, right? And, and I had some success with keto where I was like, hey, I'd drop like 10, 15, 20 pounds and then I'd gain 30 pounds back. And, you know, eventually I just, um, you know, really had enough and I, I was able to, to finally kind of, drop the weight uh, and we can get into some of those details in a little bit but um was able to drop the weight and then um you know started struggling again with keeping it off and you know especially as i got older i'm in my late 30s 39 um really struggled with um making that change to, to get better and luckily i found you ben um it was really weird too how i found you it's like i was looking for for a, a trainer um somebody that could give me guidance somebody that would care about me uh and my personality and there was a lot of programs online that I was looking at that were, um, you know, really structured programs, but it wasn't uh, working with somebody on a regular basis, right? It wasn't the, the, hey, I'm struggling with this, or I'm just having a bad day, or hey, I decided to eat six pieces of pizza. You know, I'm, I'm a total horrible person now, and I, I've totally shot everything I was doing before. You know, somebody that you can bounce ideas off of, you know, um, you know and, and literally, I was looking through trainers, and you happened to message me, and I'm like, hey, I'm happy to chat, and your approach and everything else I was like, hey, I'll give this guy a shot. I didn't didn't know, you know, I didn't trust you at first. Uh, 
And it took about three months for me, I think, to really trust you. Um, but, uh, but eventually, uh, you know, I, I, can, I can honestly say and report back that I'm in the best shape of my life by far, including my 20s, you know, you know, teens, everything else. I have the most amount of energy I've ever had. I have the most amount of muscle that I've ever had. I'm lean. I feel great. I feel strong. Uh, and most importantly, I'm healthy. And um, it, it's really made a, a drastic change in my life. Uh, it's made a drastic change for my family, knowing that I'm going to be here longer. Uh, and and honestly, it's it's a ton of fun. You know, I'm at I'm at these um, you know gyms smoking twenty year old kids. You know that are that are you know meatheads, and it's it's the greatest thing ever. I love it. It's the the best feeling you could ever possibly imagine being in your late thirties and uh, doing all that. But you know, it's it's been an awesome journey, and I'm just again just getting started in my opinion. You know, we got so much more to do. Um, but that's a little bit about my background, and my story, and kind of how I came through uh, with that. Cool. I mean, you touched on a lot of things that I think we'll probably have to have separate episodes for we'll talk about keto we'll talk about intermittent fasting and why they don't work and why they're such such buzzwords but i think for me the the biggest thing and the best thing that that you said there is obviously that you feel like you're going to be here for longer for kids and stuff and it's been focused on health but more importantly it's been fun like it hasn't been a challenge and you know it's not something that you dread doing you actually are the opposite that if I tell you to take some time off, then, you know, we fall out a bit, but um, <laughs> I think that's probably the best thing about it. You know, people see these like, oh, I have to do this and I have to do that. Whereas I almost see training and monitoring nutrition and everything else. Like I can do that. Like I'm able to do that. It's not, you know, something that I feel like I have to do. So yeah, I think it's been cool so far. Yeah. I think for me, the, the, the diet thing is the biggest thing that resonated with me looking back. It's like, you're never built to have success with them. Because there's you can't sustain that type of, of lifestyle forever. And you know, if you're doing a diet for a short period of time, but you have the nutritional aspects and understanding how your body works afterwards, you know, a system that you can put yourself into, uh, I think diets can be effective. But you know, no one teaches that. And I think the the big realization and eye opening for me was, hey, your body literally is a machine. And you hear people say, well, I'm just big boned or I have a slow metabolism. No, it, it literally is how your body works, you know, thermogenics and understanding, you know, you have calorie burns and you have calories in versus calories out and what protein does to you versus carbohydrates and fats. Like no one talks about that. And that was like the eye-opening thing with me when I started working. Sorry, I, I hit mute. That's my bad. Um, I now know um, what I, I, I can focus on and I have a system that I know for sure that I can pack on pounds when I want to you know, to gain more muscle and I can lean up when I want to. And it's literally just small, tiny tweaks. And those things were just so successful for me uh, and others. It's just an, an amazing feeling but yeah, I, when you have control over your body. Yeah, I actually, that's a good point to touch on as well, that, you know, if we want to get lean or, or pack on muscle, like there was a bit of friction there and um, whenever we had started to come up, but it's no one that, okay, I know exactly what I need to do to pull this back. Um, and no one that it's not going to be an extended period of time and you're not going to wake up tomorrow being 300 pounds again. Yeah, that was, that was the biggest challenge for me going through this. You know, you, you hear the, the scale, the weight, the scale, the scale, the scale. You know, your weight is everything, right? And, you know, I, uh, I remember Ben's like, listen, dude, like stop complaining about weight because look at this before and after picture. And there's a picture of me at 217 pounds and then there's a picture of me at 220 pounds and it's like a ridiculously different person like you you see the abs you know freaking out you see the biceps and triceps and all this other stuff right it, you know look like a completely different person and you know you, it, it's just it, it's hard to change that psyche and i still you know still to this day I still freak out a little bit here and there right you know i see that number increasing a little bit but then it balances itself out and you're you're so much stronger you're, you're hitting new prs you know your muscles are, are getting larger it's it's all part of the process and i think that was the hardest thing for me to trust you on uh, at first was was really that aspect right because you know, I, I would, yeah, at first, when we first started training, you know, I saw my, my weight dropping. So I drop weight, drop weight, drop weight. You had me in a, a caloric deficit. And then we started, you know, upticking the calories and I started seeing my weight increasing again. I'm like, whoa, 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 what is this? And you're like, hey, trust the process. I know what I'm doing here. And that was really the, the hardest thing for me, I think, um, to get through. And once I, I got past that and realizing it, it's just like, it's a whole different mentality. I want to gain weight now. You know, again, it's controlled. It's a controlled weight gain to build as much muscle as I possibly can. And I love it. And, and that's not for everybody, right? Not everybody wants to get super big. You might want to be lean and, and cut. You might want to be big and, and, you know, go to, you know, and feel great uh, with your shirt off, whatever it ends up being. 
you know, all of those are desirable goals, but those are all things that, that you really have honed in on uh, based on the person, which I really loved. Yeah, I think it needs to be, it needs to be based on what you as the client actually needs and wants. And I guess that probably leads into to my story. Like I came the total opposite. Um, I was always skinny, like always very, very skinny. Um, never really took care of myself, never really thought anything about the gym. I would try the all the time here and there because my friends were going like, yeah, dead on. And I would do that, like go one day and my arms would be like a T-Rex and I wouldn't be able to move again. I'm like, no, that's not for me. And um, I was obviously quite big into like party scenes or going out and drinking things like that. Um, and that was sort of where my late teens, early twenties fell. Um, and I think probably one of the biggest realizations that I had from that was that was me just using that as an escape. Um, and I probably didn't realize that until, until after like being able to look back. Um, and if I look back on it now, transitioning from being out drunk, five nights a week to being in the gym five, six, seven times a week. It was just a transition to a different escape, um, but definitely a more a more healthy one. Um, so for me, I guess, it was actually a very good friend of mine. He qualified as a, a coach and needed someone to do like his first sort of before and after. Um, so I did, I think it was eight weeks with him. And that was the first time training actually stuck with me. And it gets to the, you know, we spoke about this before, it gets to that stage where you're putting in a bit of effort and you're seeing the results and you go, okay, well, I mean, if I'm doing this and this and I'm feeling this way, if I cut back on this and I start adding this in, like how far can I push it? And then I just became hooked. Um, and that was, I think, start of 2014. Um, and then from there, it's just sort of progressed and progressed. Um, and I guess in terms of like how I've got to where I'm at now, it's just continuing to, to push the boundaries. Um, I laugh that whenever I first started training, my goal was I wanted to just fit my clothes. So I would have worn like a small t-shirt and I'm like, I just want my shoulders to sit in my shoulders. And I'm like, right, okay. Now I'm like, I want to be, you know, wear extra large and fill it out. And you're talking about freaking out about weight going one way. I'm like, I, I want my weight to go. So my weight was always to be, my goal was always to be 100 kilos or 220 pounds. And I was like, right, what can I do to get there? Again, mistakes along the way that, you know, I just chased scale weight. So I focused on that number and I ended up, okay, yeah, I was close, but I was very round. And I was like, right, how can I do this in a proper way? Like you're talking about building muscle and doing it in a controlled way. And, you know, how can we get to that? Um, so I guess that's that's the update on term, in terms of like me and my training and where I'm at. But in terms of how I became a coach, uh I hated the job that I was in um, and I figured that, you know, if you're going to spend eight to 10 hours a day, five days a week in work, you want to be able to do something you enjoy. I figured that I had totally transformed my life from going from being, for want of a better word, a total pisshead to, you know, someone who was looking after health and, you know, in a much better place physically and mentally. I figured if I could do that, I could help other people do that. Um, I had an online coach at the time and I was like, right, I want to be an online coach. And I was like, how am I going to do that? Like, what, what did I do to get there? And so then I obviously went, did my qualifications, um, became a gym floor, on the floor coach. I feel like that's how I learned a lot in terms of how people move, working with different people, what I enjoyed and what I didn't enjoy doing. Then obviously opened up the online side of things, which sort of gives me the, the freedom and the flexibility to work with people like yourself all over the world. Um, and I'd obviously set myself a goal of I want to be full-time full online by actually December this year. Um, and then obviously everything was sort of pushed forward that I've been full-time online since March last year. So that's, I guess, how we're here on my story. Well, I think what, what resonated with me, with you specifically, is that, you know, you're... I think everybody wants to have a purpose in life, right? Um, that that whether that's family, whether that's your work, or whether that's whatever. But you know, for me, you seem driven off of helping others achieve their goals, right? And I think what's unique about that is you you have a number of uh, men and women customers. Like you know, when I first came, it was predominantly women, right? And I was like the only only man there, and I was like I was like you know I was like man, I feel kind of. <laughs> kind of, you know, out of place here, but, uh, you know, there's obviously it's, it, I think it's pretty well balanced right now, uh, on how many men and how many women you, you train. And, you know, what's, what's great to see that is that, you know, everybody has their own different struggles, but what you've really created there is a community. And I think that's part of the success is like, 
I think community is really a, a direct representation of the leadership or the people that that you know bring those folks together. And I think you really set the tone of of hey, I'm going to accomplish this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to bring in everybody to my same type of culture to to build this out as well. And it's it's like a family, right? You know, we are all working together. We all have our struggles. You know, you know, and and um, you know, we all joke around and make fun of each other and have a good time with it. And uh, you know, everybody's just you know really wanting the success of everybody else as well, right? And I think you instill that with everybody. And I think that's also a reason why you have a lot of success with this program and, and what you do with the people is just the, the community you've built. Yeah. It was one thing that I thought that it, I would struggle to have when I moved fully online because obviously on the gym floor it was fine because there was people in, you know, branded hoodies and everybody knew who trained with me and they could see because I was physically their training and they would train together and it was fine. So it was easy and it still had that community feel. Um, and I think, you know, the, the weekly group calls that we have and stuff like that. And like you said, you know, yes, at the start, it was very much we were talking about periods and it just was not the conversation. That you I were. learned a lot to pass over to my wife, so it, yeah. it worked out yeah. perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and I understand her much better now, by the way. I'll throw that out there. So, yeah, um, so yeah like it, it's come from that. And then I think, you know, probably the biggest thing, like you're saying, it, it's almost a place that, actually, I think it, it, was, uh, it was Chris that said, it's a, it's a place that he feels like he can go and actually be himself. He doesn't have to be, you know, the boss at work or, you know, the husband or whatever. And, you know, he can go and just be himself, share his struggles, but also share his wins and then be able to help people who maybe were in a similar position and, and things like that. So, yeah, the, definitely the group and the community thing is a big aspect of it. And it's actually something that, that you touched on as well as a sort of transition to what you said business-wise and what you do with your staff and how you sort of create that, you know, in a business with staff versus me with clients or customers. Yeah, it's it. it you know, I, I can't emphasize enough how much culture means a big deal to to whatever you're doing from a success perspective. Whether that's in your family, at your workplace, um, you know, for me on the on the business side, you know, the first thing I remember I think when I came aboard is like I don't I'm not going to have enough time for these programs that that Ben sets for me, right? And you know, I look at it, and I'm like, and, and you're like, well, how much time can you give me? And I think I said I could do like, you know, three times a week, an hour or something like that was my, my, my first first bet. And now I'm like, I, I train like literally every day now, pretty much. Uh, you know, I do have rest days, which are which are nice here and there, but I don't three, like them. Three hours a day now you're doing? <laughs> sometimes that is that is the case, uh, sometimes longer, um, you know, but I, but I enjoy it, right? It is it is my time to give back to myself, right? And and that is, I think that's the, the, the key difference here is that, you know, uh, a lot of people don't take time for themselves. They don't. They don't take time to better themselves, to learn something new, to read a book, or to go on a walk. Like I tell you, the most uh, karma thing that I do that I enjoy in my in my time is is the steps. Yeah. So as part of the program, you know, you you require folks to get steps, whether that's starting off at like five thousand or ten thousand or twelve thousand or fifteen thousand or whatever it ends up being. I think mine's at twelve thousand right now. And uh, you know, I love going to uh, the park. And just going for a walk and putting on a podcast and detaching, putting my do not disturb on for a solid hour and just walking and, and, and taking time for myself. Right. And, and I think that that replicates to, you know, family, to work and everything else. When you make time for yourself, everything else becomes more efficient because you, you have that time to detach. You have that time to unwind. And I think the culture that you've built, you know, that, that helps support when we have tough times, because all of us go through some serious tough times, right. You know, whether it's, you know, a death in the family or, you know, COVID, you know, we were, we were doing this whole thing during COVID and, you know, you folks couldn't go to the gym and stuff like that. And I think I was bragging about being going to the gym uh, here in the States, but I apologize for that. But, um, but, you know, but everybody was still putting the work in and getting things done and, and doing things they needed to. Um, and that comes down to culture. And I think, you know, for me on the business side, I really try to instill a great culture in my companies uh, to ensure that it has that family feel uh, for the folks and you take care of everybody as one. And I think that's where I can say the single most biggest point of failure for people in health is, um, is that they're trying to do it on their own. Uh, and, and you don't have that support system of people to help teach you, uh, to help guide you and to pick you up when you're down. Um, I, I, I've sent you text messages before that, that are like, listen, man, I, 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 I literally was at a poker game last night and I drank five beers and I had six pieces of pizza and I literally feel like I went back four years in my progress and I, I'm the most horrible person ever. And I'm, I, you know, I'm going to revert back to being my own self. I mean, it's a, a crazy panic thing. 
And, you know, Ben's like, you know, calm, calm down. I think he probably threw a couple efforts in there, but, you know, calm down, dude. Like, listen, one day is not a big deal. You know, like, like think about how long it took you to get to the point of, of being out of control and, and being overweight and being unhealthy to where you're at now. It's not, you know, it's not this flip of a switch where in one week you're going to be fat or skinny or muscular or whatever else. This is a, a lifestyle journey for the rest of your life and a, f- a framework for you to be able to do it. And, and you said, and this is what resonated with me, is you said, I, I never want you to feel like you can't go out and have a great time with your friends and drink some beer or go eat some pizza or cake or something like that. You should, you should feel confident in yourself and the framework that you have in place in your life that that's not going to become the habit, right? The problem is when you start having it day after day after day after day after day, and you're not taking care of how many calories you're putting in and how you're breaking those down, that really resonated with me. And it's, it's a trust factor with myself, right? It's a trust factor that, that I'm not going to fail myself doing that. So every once in a while, yeah, I'll have some beers. I'll, I'll break my calories, right? Uh, and, and then I, I feel great the next day, and I go kill myself the next day even harder. So you know, it's just this mindset you have to have about yourself. And I think you do that so well uh, about helping us guide through that and, and having somebody there to, to really be uh, uh, to focus with you. Yeah, I think I actually had a call on Monday just past there. And, you know, there's the term accountability gets thrown about a lot, um, you know, in the industry and people are selling accountability and blah, 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 blah. And I, I sort of had a thought about it. Um, it was, truth be told, it was quite an intense um, initial call. And I think more so than anything, it's not that you need someone entirely to be accountable to, but it's almost just knowing that someone's in your corner, whether it's good or bad, someone is going to give you what you need based on, you know, knowing you as a person. So whether you need to be told, like, don't worry about it, or whether you need to be told, right, you need to get your shit together, you know, it's about knowing each individual as a person and you guys knowing that you can come to me no matter what the issue is or what the problem is. And, you know, you'll, you'll leave the call or message or whatever it is feeling like, all right, okay, this isn't too bad. Um, and sort of to touch on, you know, the lifestyle thing, like, as you know, like, I don't want anybody to ever feel in any way restricted in, in terms of what we do. And almost given that freedom means that people adhere more rather than me going, no, you can't have beers, you can't have pizza. And you'd be like, on the sly, having beers and pizza every single weekend, but not saying. So... It's that, that sort of the trust that you build, you know, you know, the client, the coach relationship um, and having something that's sustainable and long term. And, you know, as we've said a million times, like you want something that you can do from now until the end of time. Like it's not, you know, it's not something that's just going to be, I'm going to get you from A to B and then you're on your own. It's okay. How can we build sort of guidelines and rules and framework that you know you can stick to no matter what your goal is for the next hopefully 50 years? Yeah. And that's, you know, that, that framework, uh, that is laid out, I think is, is the most critical. And I think, you know, we will definitely in future podcasts dive down into like, how do you create a program for yourself that makes you successful? Right. You know, talk about total daily energy expenditures and macro breakdowns and micronutrients and protein intake and workout strategies. You know, there's so many, there's so much great data on there on the science around how our bodies work. We know more about our bodies now than we ever have in the history of, of, of mankind. Right. And you know, it, it's so fascinating to me. I, I just read scientific studies literally all the time and I send him to bed and I'm like, he's like, seriously, are you like up at like four o'clock in the morning reading science studies? I'm like, yeah, it's just like, there's a really cool one here. It's like, yeah. Um, you know, but, but what's, what's amazing is that, you know, I think where a lot of people, and this is, this is historically what I was drilled into my mind is that cardio is how you lose weight. You know, I need to do more cardio to to lose my weight. I need to do more cardio to get healthy. I need to do more cardio for the rest of my life in order to be the person I want to be. And like you literally shattered that the first day I started working with you, right? You're like, "No, actually, we're going to have you eat more work. We're going to eat more food. We're going to have you do less cardio and we're going to have you do some weight training, right?" And, and I'm like, what? Like, what is this guy talking about? Like, I was told to do cardio all day long every day. I'm like, I'm doing eight hours of cardio every day for the rest of my life is what I'm going to do, right? You know, and it's, that's, you know, and it's, it's crazy to think that, you know, and I'm not saying cardio is bad, by the way. There's so many great health benefits of cardio, but it's not going to make you lose weight, right? It, it, it'll make you burn more calories, but what most happens in most cases is people then thus eat more food, increasing your calorie intake, which then you gain weight. And you're like, why am I gaining weight when I'm running 700 miles a day? Um, so I think, you know, getting into some of the, the, the frameworks that, that, you know, are backed by science, um, that, 
you know, have had a lot of success with us and how, how your program structured, I think is going to be really good on the future podcast and just getting into like the nitty gritties of like, what can you do to be successful with this? Because this, this program is, is literally for every single person. It's, it's, it's for somebody that believes they're big boned or they're always going to be overweight. Um, it's for people that have slow metabolism. It's for people that have high metabolism. It's people that want to gain weight. It's like, it like literally works for everybody because it's how every single person's body works. Um, and that's what I really loved about this. And that's what really, I think, gives me the confidence to know that where we're going with this, I will be successful at it because it's maintainable. And, and I see the results too, right? You know, I'm like, like I said, I'm working out three hours. I'm, I'm, I'm lifting 700 pound tires in my backyard for fun. You know, it's just, you know, it, it's, it's an amazing journey um, that I've gone through. And just in just a year, by the way, we're just coming up into our year mark, which is insane to think how much progress um, has been made from start to finish from, from just a year from now. And I, and I feel like I'm, I'm like just starting, but yet I feel the best I ever have in my entire life. I'm the most confident I've ever been in my entire life. My brain, by the way, works 3000 times better than it did prior to me working. Like my brain fog cleared up. I mean, everything is working better. You know, your body is a direct representation of your brain. Your brain is a direct representation of your body. Um, it's just, it's just an incredible feeling. Gave me a whole new lease on life, man, for sure. Yeah, I think there's two points to sort of touch on that. The the first is the that everybody thinks you need to move more and eat less. That I think is where the trust issues come with with anybody who starts out. And, and truth, truth be told, like I guess that's where the group comes in as well. That you know, like you said, if I tell you, okay, we're gonna actually eat more and move less, you go, this guy is smoking crack. Like, you know, <laughs> that's exactly what I thought. By the way, at first, I'm like, I'm like. All right, I might have made a mistake on this, but I already paid for it, so I need to at least go through this three months first, right? <laughs> um, but then, you know, like I said, whenever they get into the group and it's you know people who are saying the same thing, and they go, "Oh yeah, well, you know, I didn't trust Ben for three months, and then when I write did, blah blah blah, and I, you know, I eat more food than I ever have. I'm losing weight, whatever the goal is." And um, but this, I guess the second point sort of leads us to how the podcast came about, and um, and I think it's it's every other benefit that comes along with your training and your nutrition. So you're talking about your mind being clear and things like that. And I think, you know, there's so much more to it. And it's funny because as a coach, I can't sell, uh, you know, you're going to have a better mindset, blah, 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 because people don't think they have a mindset issue. They come to me like, I need to lose weight. And I'm like, okay, like that's almost like the gateway into what you can actually achieve. Um, And I think that that's the hardest thing for me to try and convey initially I always, I think I said this to you before, I always would have put back that when you're training and your nutrition are in line, everything else in life is in line. But someone put it back to me not so long ago. It's whenever you have the discipline in your training and the discipline in your nutrition, that discipline falls into every other aspect of your life, whether it's work, whether it's with your family, whether it's education, whether it's you know learning, whatever it is. Um, and as we know, discipline equals freedom. So that's, I think, you know, leads us into why we sort of decided that we would start this podcast and what we actually want to achieve from it. Yeah. I think most people feel like they don't have the discipline uh, to be able to do things. Right. And, and I think the reason why they don't feel they have the discipline is because they've tried so many different things before in the past and failed at it. Right. And that failure leads to, Hey, I don't want to do this again because I just failed at it. And, you know, I'm here as a direct representation. There's a number of other, your other customers and, and clients that, that are a direct representation. Listen, you know, People say, hey, I don't have time to do this. Well, you know, I'm not saying I'm any busier than anybody else, but I run two massively large cybersecurity firms. You know, I have a family of three kids, two dogs, two guinea pigs, a wife, you know, and, and a bunch of other stuff that guinea pigs, like, by the way, I never wanted. Uh, but uh, but now I, I, I'm so attached to them, those little little creatures. Um, but, you know, um, you know, I, I make time for myself. And I think that's the biggest thing is that you have the time. It's just you get so consumed with everything else that you, you're like, oh, I, oh, I'm so myopically focused on this that I can't focus on the bigger picture, which is going to be me. And, you know, when you start getting down into, OK, well, you know, hey, like like uh, like a couple weekends ago, you know, uh, there's a, a favorite place of mine. It's a chili place called Skyline Chili. It's horrible for you. It's like the, the worst thing ever. Right. It's 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 a massive amount of cheese and hot dogs and you know, chili and, and all this other stuff, right? It's like literally like fat content is like probably like 70% ratio, you know, 10% protein, the rest is carbs, right? And, but, you know, here's the thing, like I go there now, you know, I don't go there very often, but I do go there when I want to enjoy something. And I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm just going to have two of the hot dogs 
and it fits in the the breakdown of my macros for the day. And yeah, I'm, I might need to go a little skinny at lunch or something like that, and maybe just consume a protein shake to bounce back up on the on the protein side. But I I know that balance of my body, and that's what that was really hard for me to buy off on with you at first because I think I think the first initial couple weeks are, you know, you you we we input all the data around our bodies, right? So like what what I really liked about your approach is like it was uh, very data driven, right? So we go over measurements, right? So I have this little measurement calculator here where I measure my waist and my hips and my shoulders and everything else, right? Um, and and we look at that and you say, okay, what is it this week and and what's my weight? And let's measure this every day going throughout there. And let's look at, at where your calories are at. And let's start to balance those out. You already have a pretty good idea based on age, gender, everything else, where the calories are going to be at. But you, you kind of want to home in on that and figure out, hey, this is a good spot where they feel that they have a great amount of energy, that they can perform. Uh, and it also puts them in a position where they're starting to grow in, in the direction that they want to grow. That's losing weight or whether that's you know gaining muscle or whatever. And um, you know that type of system... That type of, of way of thinking uh, makes you have that discipline, right? Because you know what you're doing. Like, I can eat a piece of cake. Don't care. Like, it's not going to bother me, right? You know, I can go eat a donut. Don't care. It's not going to bother me, right? I'm not going to eat six donuts, and I'm not going to eat six donuts every day for a month. But, you know, but that's, the, that, that's really the, the mindset to have is that, listen, this is, a, this is a journey for your body. This is a system for the rest of your life. This is something that doesn't constrain you from having beers with friends or going out and eating a burger. Um, it's, it's literally just doing it responsibly and not making it a habit to eat horribly all the time. And I eat great. all. I mean, I, I eat literally like right now. I can't even, I can't even eat as much as I want to. Like I eat like I are that I have to, I don't, I don't I, like I'm eating too much. Like, and then I'm worried about probably bump calories up again. So like, you know, but, but that's, that's a lot of work to get to that point to where I have enough muscle to be able to support, you know, that type of thing. Right. But at the end of the day, you know, this this the discipline equals freedom from Jocko Willink. Um, you know, comment is, listen. If you if you have the mental discipline to commit to to do something that you you know you're going to be maybe not successful at, maybe you don't think you're going to be successful, but to commit to it with everything, you will be successful with it. There, there's there's no way else it could go if you do it yourself. And it's just giving you the time to go and do it. And listen, I'm, I'm a busy guy. I have a lot of stuff going on on a day-to-day basis. Again, I'm not saying I'm busier than anybody else. We all have our own busyness. But I have afforded myself more and more time you know, throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout the months for myself. And, and that drastically has impacted how it feels like today. And, and, and I'll talk about mindset. Like I think we could do a whole podcast on mindset because you know, like today I woke up this morning and I had had a really long day yesterday of trying to set up my gym. I carry like 4,000 pounds of boxes by myself because I, you know, I'm, I'm you know, cause it's me. I just, that's what I want to do. Uh, of course I'm not going to call my friends over to help, which would be more than happy to come and help me out. I, I lifted 4,000 pounds of boxes myself and you know, my dad comes over and we set up this big friggin' hack squat slash, you know, leg press machine it takes like five hours. I'm exhausted. I go to bed at like 1030, just like completely. And it, by the way, that was, I started lifting those boxes right after I did my legs workout from Ben. So, you know, and then so like I'm all dead and I go to bed and I wake up this morning and I have to, you know, I do a thing called Orange Theory, um, which I really like. It's a great cardio program. Um, it's called high intensity interval training or hit training. We'll talk. I'm sure we'll talk about that quite a bit. Um, but, you know, I do that three times a week because I enjoy it. And, um, you know, this morning at Orange Theory, I'm like, I, I don't want to go. Like I, I my body's like, hey, I don't want you to go. You, I could just literally turn it off eat the 25 bucks it's going to cost me for missing it and go back to sleep. But I'm like, Hey, I'll just go. I, I, I can't just quit. I'm going to go. So I get there and I'm like, I don't want to run. I don't want to do this. And as soon as I start running, it's like my mind just stops all that BS. And it's like, Hey, it's time to put the work in. And literally I killed myself today. I had the highest strain I've ever had before at, at orange series. Like one of my most crazy days that I decided to go and work on. And it was awesome. I felt amazing afterwards. Right. And that mindset is is something that that is is disciplined into you as you start to go through this and i really love it yeah i think that the quote from jocko because i was listening to that podcast i think i'm gonna be sending a link to him and lex friedman i think lex asked him what what is discipline and he says it's doing the stuff that you know you should do so like you said it's easy to sort of sack it off and not do it and it's easy to you know be like oh well i'm not you know like it's only 25 bucks, whatever. Like I'll just, I can catch up the next day or whatever. But you got up because you know that you should do it. And it's that having the discipline. And, you know, people come to me and they're like, I need motivation and blah, 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 blah. But 
as we've both discovered, the motivation will only last so long and what actually carries you through is the discipline to continue to do the things that you know are going to give you that better feeling. Like you said, you felt great for the rest of the day. It's going to you know, take you one step closer to your goal. And the fact that you actually did something that you said that you were going to do and you didn't sack it off, so you get into that sort of better relationship with yourself in terms of like, okay, I do actually do things that I say I'm going to do. And that probably touches back to what you said about people who have feel that everything else that they've done before so they think that they're going to feel at this so if you just sort of shift your mindset to i'm a person who does the things that i say i'm going to do and then you know you're in that sort of positive cycle and again as we both know like that will feed directly into work life family life and everything else that you do yeah it's it's been the same for me uh you know like at first when i first started you know i remember uh when i first had the conversation with you and i i remember i was uh trying to eat healthy. Okay. That, that's, that's how I felt. So I, I, I eat salads. I would eat, you know, this and that, and this, I'd go to Panera, you know, I, I would, you know, I, I eat Chipotle every day, you know, and, and Chipotle, by the way, you can eat super healthy. I like Chipotle. You could do like, you know, rice and chicken and everything else is great. Um, you know, for, for fast food. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I was gaining weight again and I'm like, I'm like, well, I'm eating healthy and I'm gaining weight. I don't understand what I'm doing wrong. Like it must be, it must be like, I'm, I'm a unique person like i'm just gonna gain weight because i'm getting older you know these 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 cranks in my neck and my body and everything else are just because i'm getting older the way that i feel brain fog wise is just because i'm getting older you know i you know it's just i just need to accept myself breaking down basically is is how i started to feel and the the, the truth of the matter is is that we can prolong our aging and even to some extent come back a little bit you know, of, of who we are and how we feel. And the amount of energy that I have today, I have never experienced in my entire life. You know, I, I wake up energized. I go to bed ready to go to bed <laughs> because I put the work in. I'm tired. But, um, but, but, I, but, I, but, it, but the, the rest of the day, I am, I am firing on all fill cylinders, mental-wise and everything else. And, you know, I think that the biggest thing for me out of this entire process was, you know, it had really changed my perspective on life uh, in general because I treat life very differently than I did a year ago. Um, whether that's time with my family, whether that's time at my job, whether that's when I'm putting the work in for myself, or when I'm going to the to the uh, park just to get some some birds chirping or listen to a podcast and listen to some stuff. You know, I, I feel like I'm one with myself, um, and and that has really been, I think, the the biggest experience with it is that. You know, yes, I feel confident taking my shirt off for the first time in my life going to a beach. Like I went to a beach with with my family on, on vacation, and normally I would just wear a t shirt, you know, and, and just sit there uh, and, and do nothing and just you know watch everybody else. And, and you're like, oh, that dude's got a good body. I wish I had something like that, right? Um, you know, yeah. but but now I'm like, hey, I take my shirt off. I feel great. You know, even though I, I really struggle getting a tan, I'm like literally as white as it comes. Uh, like I just literally, you know, you, you see my check in pictures. It's it's something. It's something else, right? And then the worst is like. I wear a sleeve of shirt, so then I have like this massive tan along my sides, and then I have nothing here. It's just like my friends are making fun of me the other day for it, actually. Um, but you know, but I feel confident with my shirt off. I feel confident in front of others. But that's just that that's an amazing feeling. But the most amazing feeling is is how I feel about myself, my confidence, uh, and how I feel about where I'm at in my position of life. You know, and and in the security industry in general, and I'm not, I'm sure this is very common for a lot of other industries. And Ben, I think you can provide a lot of perspective because you're coaching a lot of folks in the security industry now, but it is a very unhealthy industry in general. Um, you know, we, we are in, in a high stress situation. A lot of us have to be on call all the time because there are breaches and hacks happening all the time. And for some reason, we have this culture that we have to be up at two or three or four o'clock in the morning coding things and doing this and doing that because that is a representation of how awesome we are. And, you know, uh, one of the, the biggest things on all of this that that uh, resonated with me is is sleep. Like like sleep is probably the it, not probably it is the number one most fundamental piece about your body. Like your body needs sleep. And I used to brag. I'm like, oh, I only need like three hours of sleep or two hours of sleep a day. And I go to bed at you know five o'clock in the morning, wake up at seven o'clock in the morning, and be be working. You know, it was destroying my body. And you know, and, and I think in this industry we live an extremely unhealthy lifestyle. I mean. Obesity is rampant in our industry. Um, you know, deaths are rampant in our industry uh, for for unhealthy lifestyles. It's it's a horrible thing, and I, you know, I don't think people realize 
that they can make a change for the side of the healthy and still be amazing at what they do in their career and their jobs, right? Yeah, yeah. I think the funny thing about, like, we've talked about this a couple of times about the industry, it's almost like, for want of a better term, it's almost like a dick measuring contest in terms of, like, who has the least sleep and who is the most unhealthy or who has the most unhealthy relationship with their body because they're getting the work done. Um, and it's something that, you know, I've had to overcome with a lot of people who have come, you know, through recommendation of yourself and whatever else. Um, but yeah, I think that I guess sleep is probably going to be a couple of episodes, um, a couple of episodes long. But I think sort of trying to change and shift the mindset of that, along with changing and shifting the mindset of not having time versus if you actually take that time for yourself, how much more productive you can be creative you can be and how much more stuff you can get done in your day because you've taken an hour an hour and a half or whatever it is to yourself and like how how further how much more you can get from your days by actually being selfish with that time and 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 um you know to, to me i think that's probably the the biggest key there is is understanding sleep understanding your body like if you don't understand something do you just ignore it and then you just become completely un, un you know you just like I, I, people in their profession what I, what I don't understand and this is my, my I'm seeing this I'm you know for myself as well because I was the same way is like we have this amazing gift like our bodies are just absolutely freaking incredible like the more science I learn about my body and the more studies that come on I'm like how the heck did this ever happen like our bodies are so complex the chemical balances how ATP works how aging work like everything is just in how by the way how you build muscle like you know it's like it's just like the most fascinating thing to me and it's it's like you know we as hackers love hacking stuff and figuring things out and, and hacking into systems and figuring out code and all this other stuff but yet we don't want to hack our own body and we don't want to understand how our body works and the science behind it and get into the nitty-gritties right and that's just mind-boggling to me and i i can't believe i didn't do it either because i'm like oh i'll just go on keto it seems easy i just eat a bunch of meat and cheeses all day and i'll be good right you know, and I can do meat and cheeses all the time because I love meat and cheeses. Bacon, come on, steaks, yeah, cheese, yeah, sour cream, yeah, keep it, keep it piling on. And then, like, three months later, like, I never want to eat a piece of meat ever again, you know? And and that's not how we need to live our lives. That's not how our bodies work. That's not how, you know, uh, uh, you know what we've come through from an evolutionary perspective of where we're, uh, where we're at, where we're now. You know, like, you keep trying to talk me into the, the, the cold shower stuff, and I'm never going to do that. But um, I literally just have one before we, before we. Oh, you're, you're, you're insane, dude. I can't do it. But I mean, there is there is some some great scientific evidence around you know freezing your body and stuff like that. But I think the the biggest thing for me is that you know I I am not an expert in this area, right? Um, but I want to be, and I want to keep learning more and more and more. And and you know I'm not you know I I feel like I've done a good job on the security side, but I don't you know I, I, there's always things that I'm learning every day in the security side. So this is just another evolution of you hacking your mind, hacking your body, hacking your job, whatever you're doing, um, it's, it's literally just understanding what you can do to, to reverse aging, you know, re, you know, build yourself some awesome muscle, look great with your shirt off, feel confident, you know, remove the brain fog. You know, all of those things are all obtainable if you put in the time to, to learn about it. And that's why I'm really excited, I think, about the podcast is that, you know, we're going to dive down into all those concepts. We'll get into, you know, a structure around, you know, how you're supposed to eat, you know, from a macronutrient perspective, which I think nutrition is just, so 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 important because it's the biggest misunderstood thing out there like you're like oh every everybody I talk to you by the way like i get a direct message i'm like hey i'm looking at, at starting off and, and i'm planning on doing you know two hours of cardio a day and i'm planning on cutting out all carbs and i'm just going to eat a whole bunch of protein and a little bit of fats and i'm like that is literally the exact opposite of what you want to do like trust me like eat carbs carbs are great i love carbs i eat I'm at like 300 grams of carbs a day now. And, and, you know, just to keep my energy levels the way that I need to carbs are energy, right? But if you're eating refined sugars and a bunch of other stuff and you're piling that on, okay, that's going to, that's going to, that's going to impact you over time. But like the, 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 the nutrition, the sleep, the, the um, things that you can do, um, you know, as far as um, balancing your body and its chemicals, like testosterone and other things, you know, in, in, in men and estrogen for women, you know, all of these things are things that we can do to refine our body. And there's a lot of great science behind it. And I, I can't wait till we dive down into all of those um, into the podcast and get folks on and things like that, because I think it's really going to resonate with people as we start to go through this and saying, oh, well, that makes total sense. Like literally, you can look at your body as a calorie burning machine and it's calories in versus calories out. So if you want to lose weight, you can't eat more calories than you take in or else you're going to gain weight. 
the same thing for for if you want to you know if you want to gain weight you just eat more calories and then there thus you know you you increase weight now there's some specifics about that about you know maintaining muscle and stuff but just all that that stuff that I feel like is not taught because they want to teach you keto or they want to teach you intermittent fasting. I'm not saying intermittent fasting is a bad thing. You know, some good science behind that too, if you incorporate it into an overall program. But like all of these things are things that I feel almost enlightened with, uh, with myself. And I, and I can't wait to dive down into all those in the podcast. I think it's going to be, be exciting. Yeah. I think it, the, the best thing, you know, you said there when they teach keto and they teach intermittent fasting, the thing is they don't teach, they just go eat fats and eat protein and you'll be fine. Whereas the greatest gift I feel I can give to any client and probably what this podcast hopefully will provide is the education behind it and how, like the understanding. I feel like if you have an understanding of something and you know how and why things work, you're more likely to stick to it instead of just because the internet told me that keto is the thing, not to continue to bash keto, but I probably will quite a lot. Um, you know, if you have the understanding of, this is why you need to eat carbs and, you know, they're your body's main fuel source and this is why you can, you know, push them and push them and, you know, you said you're on about 300 grams of carbs, you know, we will continue to push that because your body, we spent time, number one, understanding your body, but number two, you know, bringing calories down, bringing calories up and knowing exactly where we're at and like how to push things either way. But it's it's the education and knowing why you're doing things and how your body responds. And um, I think that's probably what we want to achieve far beyond obviously just nutrition like you're talking about sleep we'll get people on for that we'll talk about trt we'll talk about you know the business side of things like you know the show i just i'm excited for how much we can cover and like how many people we can bring on and what we can actually give back in terms of you know information education and the podcast in general yeah it's it, there's so much information out there and i think you know disseminating and, and, and following it in a way that that people can understand is something that's been lacking in general podcasts in general I, I listen to a ton of podcasts you know and i think the biggest thing that that I, I i fall into is that it doesn't really hit on me as a person it doesn't hit on what i can do to implement these things successfully we can talk we, we can do a whole podcast on supplements right you know like i mean like there's so much you know breakdown in things that 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 are just fundamental things and advanced things that that people can learn throughout their journey um and i think that's going to be just an amazing thing that we go through on all these podcasts you know right, right now we're obviously just doing introductions and talking through our stories and things like that but our goal is to get into the weeds our goal is to to show you what you can do to be successful you know i'm obviously biased i'd recommend you know going with a trainer uh, his name might be ben canning um but uh you know but i would also say you know find somebody um in this journey with you um that will be supportive of you whether that's a family member whether that's a trainer you know, um, you know, I think, you know, a nutritionist can be helpful, but at the same time, a nutritionist doesn't understand a lot of times, you know, the ins and outs of working out and, 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 and around there, they may home in on your diet. There are things that you can do, I think, you know, to get a lot of support systems for you. And I think if you're just starting off on this journey, um, find somebody that you can work with in your life um, that will be there through the ups and downs. And, and when you, you're down, uh, make sure that you just don't stay down there. You come back up again, right? Uh, to bounce back up and to lift you up. You know, I was in the military for for five years, and uh, that brotherhood, that that feeling that you get with one another when you're down or you're deployed and you're missing family, you know, you have friends there with you to support you and to bring you back up again. That are always there with you, right, side by side, shoulder by shoulder, um, lifting you up as you go along. You know, I think that's really important to your success. And I think you know, as we go through and teach you all the stuff, you know, implementing little things in your life to make those changes, whether that's a half hour, you know, three times a week or twice a week, whether that's just going out and getting steps in, you know, cardiovascular um, aspects, there's, there's, you're burning calories and you have some, you know, there's some great benefits with walking. You know, there's so many different things that you can do just to start this journey off a little bit. And if it's just, Hey, I'm going to walk 10,000 steps a day, or I'm going to walk 10,000 steps every other day, you're doing something for yourself and you're starting your journey, that program, start small. I'm not saying you need to work three hours, you know, a, a day. I do that because I love doing it. And you know, when Ben gives me four days off not to work out, I have to basically uh, uh, make up for those four days that he didn't, uh, that he made me, you know, take off from my body. So, um, you know, but it, it, it's it's one extreme to the other, right? So um, it's 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 a gradual approach. It ramps you up, and you eventually get to that point. But find somebody to work with. Yeah, I think you know, I guess that's how we ended up here because you know we obviously talk quite a lot, and you have an interest of actually knowing the science behind things and you know we share podcasts and we share you know scientific studies and whatever else 
And obviously we're not the only people that have these questions. So that sort of the podcast will allow us to give us that platform to share it with other people. But at the same time, it's things that, you know, we have questioned. It's things that we have went to find answers to and the things that we do ourselves on a daily basis. And, you know, one of the biggest things, even if you, t if you just talk about steps, the, the generic 10,000 steps, nobody knows why it's just a 10,000 number. And whenever I explain, I'm sure I've explained it to you, whenever I explain, you know, why it is 10,000 steps. And when you look at that on a daily basis and a weekly basis, people are like, oh, that makes total sense. I'm definitely going to do that because it's, you know, I know the, the sort of what I need to put in and what the reward's going to be. Um, and I just hope that, you know, we can do that with everything that, you know, we've discussed and way, way beyond that. Yeah, to add, add it bad on the steps thing, you know, steps equate to calories, right? And, and, and this is all, at the end of the day, a calorie game that we're playing with our bodies. Um, and, you know, you look at, let's just say, if you did nothing all day long, 2,000 calories is what you burn a day, just that, just as a generic number. You know, if you add 10,000 steps a day, well, maybe you now are burning, you know, 25,000 calories or, or 2,500 calories a day, right? And that starts to reduce the amount of calories you have, but you're only eating 2,000 calories. So you're adding additional 500 calories a day that you're burning over time, you're losing weight, right? So it's, it's literally a math game on how your body is. So you got to kind of dial in and figure out where your body's at at first based on weight, based on height, based on age, based on level of activity, gender makes a big difference. Um, and all of those home in on where your body's at, where your body needs to go in order to get to your desired way. If that's losing weight and being cut, whether that's gaining weight or whatever, all of those are just little modifications about understanding your body. And we're going to get into all of that, which I think is going to be awesome. But like people don't understand like, well, why am I getting steps in? We're getting steps in because one, it's, it's great for your heart. It's great for getting your blood moving and everything else. But you're also burning calories, right? And and I know I said earlier, you know, the first thing people tell you to do is go and do cardio to lose weight. Well, if you don't have a structure around that and you go and you, you kill yourself at cardio and then you come back and you eat 2,000 calories and you eat 2,000 calories for lunch and then you eat 2,000 calories for dinner, you're not, you know, you're 4,000 calories above what you should be eating it's because your, your body's like, I need to home in everything. You're like, you know, like I need to eat everything. So, you know, we have to home that in to figure things out um, before you go and do anything. And that's, that's, that's exciting stuff. Like that's the stuff that, that gets me going about understanding how my body works and how I can go and fix it. But it's not rocket science at all. It's like literally some, some simple math, understanding your body and trial and error. That's literally it. Yeah. I think that, that's obviously what I want to get across because, you know, with anybody, it's not as if I look at you and go, okay, right, business owner, family man, blah, blah, blah. I'll just fit them into this box. It's like, okay, we need to look at you your lifestyle and where you're at, find the baseline that isn't always right and spend a couple of weeks sort of refining to get, okay, wait, this is where we need to be. And then we need to adjust it one way or another based on, on what your goal is. And I think even to sort of go back to the steps thing, to me, it's it's much more than that. It's like you said, time that you're on do not disturb so nobody can contact you. It's time in your own head. It's time outside. You can touch on the sleep aspect of things to sort of get in tune with your your body's natural circadian rhythm. Like it's much more than just going for a walk. It's everything else that sort of comes along with it. So I feel like even just steps will have a podcast of its own. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just the, the benefits of it and how you can incorporate it. And and you know, it's funny because like all the all the folks on on the family uh, always make fun of me because like you know, I like literally I go for a walk and my strain strain is. Uh, I use what's called a whoop band and uh, a whoop band they calculate things based off of um, your strain and your recovery. So how much you put your body through versus how much you've actually recovered. Some great data metrics to understand kind of what's going on. Everybody. I love, I love it. Um, there's also um, the, the ring. Is it Aurora, Aurora, Aura, um, you know, a lot of other ones too. Yep. So, um, you know, but for me, it's funny because like they always make fun of me when I go in and do a walk, I get like a 14 strain, which the other folks are like, Hey, I have to like literally bust my ass for like two hours you know, killing myself to get that. And Dave goes for a walk and gets, but you know, my, 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 you know, sometimes when I go for a walk, it's like an insane, intense power walk with a vest. And I'm like, I'm like almost basically sprinting walking and my heart rate's like brrr, the roof. Cause that's how I feel at that time. I want to kill myself and go out there and just have some fun. Right. Sometimes I'm just like, Hey, I'm going to casually walk back and get some nature. Right. So I think you could, you could do a whole podcast on different techniques of steps. I mean, uh, that breathing thing. So, um, most recently Ben had a, a an expert come in, and do like a, a, a breathing exercise with us. And I'll be honest with you, I walked into it uh, like this is gonna be so stupid. Like, like the whole breathing thing is ridiculous, you know. Like I was I was a skeptic. Listen, I I, I like you know, I, I just just how I am, right? You know, like I don't it's something I haven't done before. I'm like, well, how much can breathing impact me? And you know, the first like few minutes, I'm like, ah, this is stupid. And I started doing it, I'm like, okay, this is kind of cool, you know, this is relaxing. 
Wow, this is actually really intense. Oh my gosh, this is insane. Whoo, well, that was crazy. I feel like I just did a full workout and I got a massage at the same time. It's like, you know, it was like a really crazy thing that you can do about breathing techniques and understanding your breathing. And, 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 you know, like, um, he had us basically visualizing that we were climbing a mountain and our breathing basically had to equate to the intensity of us breathing out the mountain. And eventually, you know, like I'm literally like sweating and, and climbing up this mountain in my mind. And my mind is like going off on this tangent that I'm climbing this mountain. My breathing's going crazy. And then at the very end, you get to the top and it's just like this most soothing, relaxing, you know, feeling that you get. And it's just like that type of stuff that I would have never contemplated to do for myself. It's just, it's just a great learning experience, right? You learn something new every day. Yeah, I think the, the breath work, I understand the, the being skeptical behind it, but I think, you know, I guess it just, for me, with the breath work, you need to fully commit to it. You can't half-ass it. And I think that is across the board. And you and I have had conversations about half-ass and then going all in on things. And I think if you're going to commit to doing something, whether it's breath work or whether it's, you know, going and doing orange theory or your training session or some sort of journey or transformation or whatever, Fully commit to it, and you will definitely reap the rewards. Like you would definitely feel the benefit of it, no matter what it is. Yep. Well, I think we're coming up on our time. Yeah, I think that that was that, quick. Was pretty well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not uh, going to have problems meeting the uh, the. Our, I think our whole goal was to be around forty five minutes to an hour per podcast, just to kind of yeah. you know keep it in, in in check there. But I mean that w- that went very fast, uh, and uh, I'm really excited about the next one already um, that we're planning and. You know, I, one thing I, I would like to throw out there, like, do you have any books that you recommend for people to start to read, you know, in between podcasts or things that they can start doing to kind of, you know, uh, get a little pre-reading in ahead of time to give them a little bit of taste of, of what you can accomplish? I think the, the one that comes to my mind, and I think you'll enjoy this, is Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willick. I think the the way he describes the stories of the things that he went through and relates it back to business and everyday life. And whenever you sort of get into your mind of taking ownership for everything that you have done and do on a daily basis and have that sort of better relationship with the things that you do, I think that is a great start point. Um, another book would be the Atomic Habits book because um, I think it really, really breaks down how to get rid of bad habits and also build up good habits. Um, and I hope down the line both those authors are, are people that we will be able to interview on the podcast. Yeah, uh, one I'd recommend that you uh, recommend to me that I really enjoyed was uh, "Own the Day" by Aubrey Marcus. Yeah. Uh, another fantastic book, just on mindset, fitness, nutrients. You know, I like uh, Aubrey had a a a, uh, a saying in there: uh, "You are what you're, you you are what you eat." Eight, you know, and and getting into that micronutrient focus, right? Like if you're just eating processed crap all the time and things like that, your body gets replenished with that, and the way that. He kind of explained it, which I thought was really neat, is that, you know, your your body basically will take whatever's on the shelf, right, to to replenish itself. And it's if it's replenishing itself with crap, your body's going to be replenished with crap. And so if you're putting in good ingredients, good foods, whole foods, um, things that haven't been overly processed, uh, grass-fed foods and things like that, that your body's going to be replenished substantially better from a nutrient perspective and how your body recovers uh, is also big on that. So. There's a lot of data, a lot of science behind that as well. I think it's, you know, uh, that book to me was was a really big game changer. I had it on Audible. I listened to it and then actually read the whole book, which I don't really do uh, very often. And I really enjoyed uh, our reason. He's got a great podcast as well, although sometimes he goes on crazy ayahuasca uh, tangents and shaman leaders and stuff like that. So I skipped those podcasts, but like everything else is great that he usually does. So, um, but uh, that was a good book for me. Yeah, it's, it's a great book. I'll link all those books in the description somewhere. But one thing I will say is, the amount that you've taken away from that on the day book, the one thing that you didn't do, the cold fucking showers. I'm not doing the cold showers, dude. I'm not doing it. I tried. I tried once. I tried once, and I and 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 I like and every time, like I'm like, I'm gonna do a cold shower. I'm like, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. I just can't do it. I hate cold showers. I hate cold showers. And I'll do cryo. I do cryo um, cryogenic chambers, which I have no issue with. But for some reason, cold showers, the water and cold. Just not not me, man. Not me. We'll get you there. Right, we'll wrap it up, Laura. I guess um, tune in next week. Thanks for listening. All that sort of good stuff at the end. Awesome. Have a good one, everybody. Cool. Talk to you soon.